0: Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right. I am D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana. And joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a, a very good day to you, Sir Philip. How is everything going out in La La
1: Land, Los Angeles? Well, I think the air clouds have finally... Left. We're, we're getting into some nice weather, but you know, I want to start Good. today. Uh, you know, many times I talk about the birds, the bees, the flora, the fauna. Well, I want to acknowledge <laughs> and celebrate yeah. the 50th anniversary of what I believe is one of the top three events in sport. And that was in 1973, mm-hmm. a most magnificent animal. The greatest race horse ever, secretariat oh, yes. big red, as they called him mm-hmm. uh was uh, on the third i think uh, the third leg of the triple crown, right, and there were only about six horses in it and uh and this the triple the uh, Belmont Stakes was the longest race, a mile and a half, and uh at the uh end of the um the back stretch, secretariat took off. He had been in a slight match with another horse and ran away, ending up winning by almost 30 lengths. Mm. The most magnificent... I could watch this on YouTube... Time after time after time, it's, it's you know to me along with Don Larson's perfect game in the World oh, yeah. Series yep, yep, in yep. 1956, and the other is my winning the uh, Most Valuable Player award in my in Pony League. But so those are the three top. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to acknowledge Secretary. It, we, we was yes, very sad that Secretary yes. had only lived 19 years. Was a great stud, as uh, so they say. But he only yeah. lived 19 years, as he he developed a. Um, a bad hoof condition and had to uh, oh, uh, be put right. down but a magnificent animal to see yeah, to see yeah. this horse run <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. that was that was quite quite the thing so i wanted to acknowledge oh, well, the you know, years you know, of that
0: yeah and i appreciate that cuz i know a couple of our listeners are well uh, you know they they go to the track and uh, i think one may even own some horses, et cetera, et cetera. And so well you know. then
1: when then that person or those people will remember secretariat. <laughs> one of the one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. So let's okay. Let, let, okay. Let, let, let let let's go from beauty to uh to insanity. The beast. all right. <laughs> uh, yes, we're a Cali- California. And by the way, this is not this is this is actually getting a lot of uh, pushback uh and hopefully it will um uh, uh come to some kind of fruition right. as we know california is is uh, you know the uh, is a one party state, and um, a new bill which has passed the state assembly mm-hmm. uh, in California and it is is going to go to the state Senate, it deals with child custody matters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. during a divorce or separation. Now, this is what the bill does. the bill was changed in debate this week and would require judges to consider whether parents affirm their child's preferred gender identity. Mm-hmm. This is usually like in a, in a divorce case, you know, a dispute. If there is a dispute between parents, the judge will f- be forced Mm -hmm. to favor the parent who affirms that horrible word the transgender identity over the parent who opposes the transition and at this point it's almost like the state Mm. government is daring parents to go to war with them what it is is the oh by the way this one of the uh, sponsors of this bill is the degenerate scott weiner of san francisco so of course we know where this is going the the Mm. bill would treat any parents refusal to affirm their child's gender identity and by the way The kid could be four years old and say, oh, mommy, I want to be a girl. If that person says it and the parent says, the kid's four years old, no, we're not going to do that. The judge will vote against the parent and include it because it will uh, specifically define it in terms of health, safety, and welfare of the child, Mm -hmm. that if the parent does not affirm the child's identity, Mm -hmm. it can be treated as abuse. So the uh, Senator Scott Weiner and Assemblywoman Lori Wilson, and by the way, the the the, the, the cheesy lies they say they, they they say well it's not the most important or determining factor. It's only one of the factors that a judge might consider when determining custody, which yeah. is which, which is uh, which is nonsense and a lie. And uh, people have been seeing this and they're coming out and and uh, and, and and trying to fight against. Although given the one-sided, uh, one-party um, yeah. uh, uh, situation in California—it's going to be—it's uh, going to be a, a, a tough road, uh, a tough road to hoe. So, that's that's the, our California uh, it, 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 yeah. situation this week.
0: I mean, it's almost like a fait accompli, isn't it? That it's going to take place. It sounds yes. It sounds, now, now yeah. does Newsom then have to put his Imprint his uh, approval. Yes, he it. does. Well, yeah.
1: what, and it's interesting you bring that up, DePaul, because uh, you know he he in his not so subtle way wants to run for president, and uh, you know uh, it, it's the old thing when you start when you start uh, running for president, uh, what you do on a local or statewide level, which can be very radical, is going to come back and bite you. And, um, mm-hmm. and I, but, but, but knowing, knowing who he is and that he's not the uh, sharpest tool in the shed, I'm sure he will, uh, unless he gets tremendous pushback from the public, I, mm. I, um, I, I don't doubt that he will sign it. Yeah. So yeah, if it's, it, in, 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 in right. mm. uh, no, no, go ahead, please, please.
0: I was just, it's just an insidious law. It's just insidious. Can you, can you imagine how it will be abused by one of two parents potentially just as a ruse, you know? Uh, and, and and the child in the middle. That's and right. Ch- child in the middle, like a pawn.
1: That's right. That's right. And by the way, uh, mm. uh, uh, where is it? Uh, Scott Wiener is also... Uh, uh, um, uh, want, wants wants the law to have to do with uh, with if, uh, foster parents too. That if you want to foster parent a child, that if you don't agree and sign on, that you have to affirm yeah. Yeah. the kids the kids uh, 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 gender nonsense. That you won't even get to raise a child who is. Who has no home? That yep. will be his uh, determining factor. What a great yep. guy Scott Weiner is!
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, he's a, he's a real jewel. Well, yeah. Philip, moving on, uh, craziness there in California, and and some uh, continued uh, craziness uh, in the highlights of the week. Before we get to our main topic, I I loved how uh, our uh, our uh, <clears throat> president uh, in the up a speech, uh, I think it was yesterday, and, and said, God save the Queen. I guess he meant to say God bless America, but forgot where he was at the moment.
1: <laughs> Did you see that one? I mean, it's it's almost surreal, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I liked even better. Uh, forget "God Save the Queen." That he's talking about a railroad across the Pacific <laughs> yes. to to uh, to 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 the to Indian Ocean there on the yeah, coast yeah, of yeah. Uh, so Africa. Yeah, so we're going to have a, we're going to have a railroad. And what's interesting about that? You know, it's it, it, it's him and his. He's gone, so we all know this. He's our but King what's Lear. In- What's interesting about mm. this is about 2 or 3 years ago I think it was AOC who was one of the spokespeople for the yeah. Green New Deal and they talked they actually talked about this back then of having railroads across the ocean they literally talked about this and somebody <laughs> put that remember we what we talk about at least what I talk about he is president, hear Joe say this, or hear Joe sign this, yeah, or if yeah. he goes off script, goodness knows what he's going to oh, say. Yeah. He said what was said a few years ago, the Green New Deal, let's build a railroad across the Pacific.
0: <laughs> and it just stuck in that cranium and came out along it's, with...
1: It it's stuck in what's left of his brain matter, and there yeah, it came out. So uh, between, between that and God save the Queen. And, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And some good things. Bud Light was dethroned. Uh, so much for the resistance it really did bear fruit and uh, Modelo is now the number one beer in America. I've never had one have you Philip? But anyway Mm. Modelo uh, Modelo has (laughs) taken the number one spot. Then of course we must Mentioned just en passant Rose Monta- Montoya, a uh, trans personality who was banned from the White House for flashing her breast, which they deemed inappropriate and disrespectful. And uh, of course, Rose, you probably heard, she apologized. She said she was overwhelmed by trance joy. Now, this pride celebration, of course, took place on the White House lawn. I think last Saturday, Philip, uh, right on about when we were doing our podcast on the South Lawn of the White House, where the LGBTQI rainbow flag hung center stage over the White House portico, flanked by two American flags, a violation, by the way, of the U.S. flag code. Isn't that something? Then that's something. And then we got the grand jury in Manhattan that indicted Daniel Penny on one count of second degree manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide for stopping a crazed man on the subway, thanks to, again, our DA there, Alvin Bragg. But the really big show, Philip, as you well know, as Ed Sullivan used to say, the really big show is that Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States was booked, digitally fingerprinted, and arraigned on Tuesday at a federal courthouse in Miami, charged with 37 counts, including obstruction of justice and 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information. Stunning, stunning, stunning development, any way you look at it. So bring us current, Philip, on what many see as a two-tiered justice system, the two separate scales of justice that are being exercised by the DOJ with Donald Trump, the recipient.
1: Well, you know this has been going on in in many ways since uh, since the first radical leftist uh, president uh, woodrow wilson uh, back in the in the teens but it really it really took off under uh, under uh, the uh, under Barack Obama when he announced at some point you, he was unilaterally legalizing millions of illegal aliens. Uh, and and uh, w- while further opening the border, which is not his job, he described it as using quote discretion about who to prosecute. Now, in any uh, in any uh, uh, justice system, there there is a certain amount of discretion of what which crimes you you're going to go to the wall for. You know, but uh, but 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 that's that's been a, a standard over the years but but what is what has happened with the uh with with the uh with the far left uh prosecutors uh uh bankrolled by george soros it's uh they have they have they have come to the to to the point where it's not just um uh, it's not just the standard uh uh, discretion. What what it's become is uh, 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 they, they decide, well, just for the heck, we are not going to prosecute thieves, drug dealers, and violent criminals. It's just like, uh, you know, someone, we see this all the time, someone in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Someone, someone throws someone in front of a train or kills them. They're out the next day, and they have been, and they have been uh, charged for other violent crimes eight, ten, twelve, fifteen times, right, and they right. just so they decide not to prosecute them. And uh, what what and and this and but what it co- what it comes down to it it uh, you know there's there's discretion and there's discre- discretion what it, it has become is a political discretion in my view mm-hmm. that that anyone on the left or most people on the left. Uh, are are given a pass like Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein until they couldn't anymore, they couldn't ignore it anymore mm-hmm. and Hillary Clinton and her mishandled classified information which was totally illegal but as they said no problem there but they turn around and, uh, and, 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 in, and indict uh, a, a former president of the United States. Now, now, prosecutors have no obligation to charge people necessarily. They, they, the, but prosecutorial discretion is meant to allow prosecutors to bring their strongest cases. Instead, beginning with Obama, it created a two-tiered justice system in which some forms of crimes, despite their destructive impact on society, will get a pass. While others have been have had minimal impact, I'll give you an example. Uh, 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 blanking on his name, fortunately, uh, our, our uh, um, uh, uh, attorney general uh, came out yesterday and talked about this huge. Well, we finally figured out that Minneapolis uh, Minneapolis's police department is corrupt, and they're all essentially murderers and creeps and everything. Right, Merrick Garland. Are, yeah, 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 Merrick Garland. It goes yeah. back to uh, the uh, the. Uh, um, uh, the guy that uh, Chauvin uh, had in a uh, um, George Floyd. George Floyd yeah. had had in a uh, in, in a police hold and wasn't moving. Now you know here here's the difference. If 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 Chauvin had uh, and his other uh, officers, fellow officers had a white person down in the same thing, and that person who was loaded with drugs and high blood pressure and could. Very well, could have died on his own later that day. Um, truly, um, nothing would have happened. Nothing would have happened. They would have said, "Well, you know, maybe a little." He would have had a hearing, a little, maybe, a little, maybe overzealous, um, uh, uh, you know, arrest procedure. Uh, but no, it's a black man. So now this man is in jail for murder and that's the way this is going and see what what they don't understand you and I had a brief conversation about this the other day what they don't understand is and this goes it 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 is strictly political that the whole thing against Trump is not to put him in jail it is to tell anybody who opposes the leftist democrat uh um uh, uh, ideology that if you mess with us at all, we are coming after you, which means, you know, Trump, one of the things, and we've talked about this, do you, uh, it, whether one wants Trump to be president or not, he represents the general and overwhelming majority of people in this country who love this country and care about, uh, uh the rule of law and what they are essentially saying and my belief is that don't mess with us or we are going to, to we are going to come after you meaning we are going to make uh, illegal and outlaw disagreement with us that is not America. And you no. Take, you take yeah. January. January yeah. 6th was, I believe, still to this day was a setup. And, and th- with this Trump thing, they want to get him. I think they would love to incite uh, pro-Trump people to, to come out and protest so they can set it up again. That's my belief.
0: Well, yeah, God forbid, God forbid, but uh, let me let me play provocateur with you. Um, so I remember F- FBI Director James, former James Comey, came out, and I'm paraphrasing his statement, but you remember one of the reasons he said they did not indict Hillary Clinton, who obviously had broken the law, you know, the beach cleansing, the beach bed, all of that stuff, the hammering of the phones, etc., etc. He said one of the reasons is no Sensible and I am paraphrasing, but you know no no prosecutor uh, would take the case. Now, it seems like obviously uh, that's just been completely flipped around because whether it's Jack Smith or whomever, many prosecutors are after Donald Trump all over the place, and this is the reason we talk about where is equal justice? This is a two-tiered system. Hillary got off scot-free. And perhaps she didn't on one level. Perhaps by that time, the American people were really seeing the hypocrisy of it all. Uh, Because, you know, it was stunning that Donald Trump won that election. But Here's, here's not one of your favorite people and no lover of Trump by any means. Here's what Bill Barr uh, is, is maintaining. He is saying that, all right, Hillary Cr- Clinton was illegal. Donald Trump has been illegal. And I, I read through most of the, the, the indictment. And there's no question about it. This is not a frivolous matter. It is of a substantial nature. So what Barr is saying is just because Hillary didn't get justice doesn't mean that Donald Trump ought not to be tried. In other words, his philosophy is it would be two wrongs and two wrongs don't make a right. How do you respond to that, Philip?
1: Well, I think Bill, Bill Barr is a snake. Uh, oh, well, is based, yes. I, no, I do. I, I do, and no, I'll I, tell you why. I, I, I know that. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell yeah. you why. I th- he, he's a snake. He was. He was. He was Trump's um, um, uh, attorney general, and now, and now he. At every opportunity, three times a week is on somebody's show sitting there pontificating about, about uh, you know, even though he worked for Trump, Trump this, Trump that. And he can easily and very blithely say, well, two wrongs don't make a right. He is part of the swamp. He is part of the swamp. And people like him who go on TV all the time and, and especially going on CNN, MSNBC, they their whole raison d'être is to stay in the good graces of the media and the left, and that's what it is. Now, when you take someone different, you take you 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 take um um um. Uh, oh my goodness, in his name. Uh, I don't know McCarthy. Um, uh... No, 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 no. The attorney that uh Ronnie, Ronnie uh, played the 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 part in the movie. Um, uh, Oh. Dershowitz. Dershowitz. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Alan uh, Dershowitz. Alan, That's okay. Alan Dershowitz is no is no Republican by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But Alan Dershowitz plays it way much more da- down the middle because he is not a creature of the swamp and does not have any skin in the game, which Barr does. And Dershowitz basically has said that that the the these the the charges are are in many ways made up. That this is has to do with espionage. That Trump had some. As he is right to do uh, to, to have any, what he said is uh, classified is classified. When he doesn't want to classify, that's up to him strictly, and 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 then they find uh, with not only uh, they find uh, Biden as uh, as vice president and as a senator having in his possession uh, classified information that is illegal. He, as vice president and as a senator, he had and has no, none, Authority yeah, yeah. to classify or declassify something. So this is not this is this is this is Barr being a little cute by half, I believe, in saying, "Well, two wrongs don't make a right." Well, they, they, it didn't make a right because they never wanted Trump to be president in the first place. I'm betting, including Barr. But Barr, when he got nice offer to um, you know to raise his own profile and become Attorney General to Trump, he took it. And then, as soon as Trump's gone, he turns on him. That that, that stuff doesn't sit well with me.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I love about you. Uh, You're unequivocal, and uh, there is clarity in your response to that. And I hear you loudly and clearly. I mean, the thing is going to enter truly a stage of the theater of the absurd. I mean, first of all, one has to ask, uh, how do you hold a public trial when the key evidence is classified? The jury's not even going to be able to see it. They literally... Uh, uh, you know, I mean, just just the nature of the whole case is unprecedented, and as we were discussing the other day, <laughs> if, if indeed uh, Trump wins uh, and for some reason he is found guilty, he can pardon himself. Or if for some reason, because they want to move this, they want to move this along like lickety-split, and uh, he would find himself in jail like Eugene V. Debs did and ran for president behind bars. He could do that. I mean, the whole thing is just entering into the realm of theater of the absurd. And when you talk about that discretion earlier, I think that's what was so lacking from the DOJ, Merrick Garland, this whole case, which is It literally is lighting a fuse in the American public. And if this man ends up in a federal penitentiary in an orange jumpsuit, I I hesitate to even think
1: of the uh, implications on the body politic. Well, I agree with you, uh, uh, you know, and, 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 and I think, you know, you and I have talked about this uh, privately and, and, and on the air as well, is that uh, at, at some point the left always pushes too far. Yes. But, at, but it doesn't prevent them from continuing to push. It never stops them. And if they think the public in this country is not going to see that the man who is running against him is having him thrown in jail... This country will react. And again, as I alluded to earlier, there's always the possibility of the powers that be because they control all the arm of military and FBI and everybody. Go ahead, go ahead, and we will handle it. And that's the end of this country and it is amazing how the
0: mainstream press is just responding to it uh my uh wife got a little tv put into the kitchen and i'm the one who gets up early in the morning and you know uh fixes uh, the coffee etc etc so i've been having it on and sometimes uh I'll see she's watching CNN, and I I give all I give I give every voice an equal opportunity almost. So I'm watching it the other day, though, right after the arraignment, and it was when Trump stopped at that famous restaurant in 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 uh, my Miami, you know, the Versailles Cuban restaurant, and yeah. uh, and and the next thing you know, literally, this was the first. Now imagine this, the first response from the former president of the United States, who for the first time in the history of our nation is literally arraigned on 37 charges. And CNN said, we, we won't deign to show his response.
1: Well, Please. isn't CNN great? You know, you go back to it was it was Jake Tapper uh, on CNN, and you, and you go back a few years to the uh, to the uh, 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 Russia collusion thing, and he sat there. Jake Tapper and the rest of them sat there and just parroted whatever was given to them, and they didn't have their they they weren't on their high horses to sit there and 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 be the people who determine what you and I, if yeah. we're viewers, have have to learn. I'm not going to put that on. Are you not? Are you now? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was just stunning. It's it's, it's part of that arrogance. It's part of that... It's part of that... uh, the, the, The arrogance that we are in charge here, and we will say what goes in this country, and that's what... That's another reason why the media is held in such low esteem and, and such contempt. contempt in this yes. in this country. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's it's not for nothing, you know. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. That is for sure. And it was just it was stunning to see. And he said, "No, no, we know he lies. We just don't we don't want to hear anymore." Please, uh, and he, he talked to the guys in the booth. He said, "Don't don't even show us a clip from it."
1: Yeah, we'll just bring on the people who who, who were fired from the FBI as uh, who are now contributors to <laughs> CNN who were fired from lying, to, uh, front, uh, members of the FBI, McCabe, who was fired for lying, but let's have him as a contributor. Okay, I see. That's the way this goes. Oy vey, oy vey. Oy vey is right. Listen, How did we both get to be Jewish in one second? Oy vey.
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I, I do not uh, bear the prophetic uh, mantle, and I don't claim to, and most that do don't either. They come along about uh, one uh, every millennia or so, but um, how do you think this thing is going to play itself out, Philip? Really?
1: Do you? I mean, I, I, I talk about. I don't I know. Just... I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. You know. Uh... Uh, it, I know it's going to be held in Florida, where it, at, at least yeah, one South would hope Florida. that a a, a a jury is. You know, you have you have a jury in Washington D.C. It's a joke. Uh, oh yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I I don't know I don't know how it's going to be, but the left. And this administration are going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and uh, uh un- unless the the wonderful guys in the, in in the House of Representatives pushing against biden now now it's up to 30 thirty to forty million dollars of in bribes he is he and his family have taken so again that's right and we talked about this last week you know what it's not a coincidence that they that they indict Trump as 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 the uh, as the wolves are um at uh, no. Biden's door, so you know no, yeah, it's yeah. all of a piece. It's all of a piece, and yeah, by the re- way, I, I said I read something the other day, and it's true. Nothing in politics is an accident. It mm. is all pre-planned. Yeah. All, you know, yeah. it's, it, it's like a chess game. We're going to do this and they'll do that and we'll do this. So it it was it was no uh coincidence.
0: Well, and and of course because, you know, I do believe God is sovereign and uh it's not as elementary as there being a deus ex machina, but I do think the X factor is what may really take place in uh, uh the mix as this thing unfolds. Who knows? We're led by our king version of King Lear. Um, Obviously, right now, uh, all they have done is uh, by this uh, arraignment, indictment arraignment, is solidified uh, Donald Trump's commitment to being the candidate. Uh, Without question, he's going nowhere. Nowhere he and and I think there's a, a very good chance that he may be. And I have shared with uh, on this show that that is not my preference. That is not my preference that he be the nominee for the Republican Party. I feel like we need young, fresh blood, but uh, whatever hopes I may have had for that I have radically changed by virtue of of this, this totally unprecedented and in my judgment by virtue of looking at it proportionately by looking at it in, in the meta narrative should have never been executed so in many ways on a solid basis I think we agree on that, Philip.
1: Absolutely, I'm. 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 I'm not a. I was a Trump guy. I'm not a Trump guy. But if he's the nominee, I will vote for him. I would prefer, as you have just said, someone else, uh, who is just uh, who has the same values, but is just sort of uh, yeah. uh, smarter and a, a better a about uh how he or she goes about getting what they need to get so we we are in agreement absolutely yep
0: yep yep well listen move us into a ps real quickly because time is uh flying by and i know you've got something to mention again uh in an area that we touch on frequently
1: yeah, uh, this, this, this has to do with uh, puberty blockers again. Uh, it was, it was uh, revealed this week that a 2020 episode of a, the North Carolina Medical Society Foundation uh, and Canoff Institute of Physician Leadership, oh, this sounds so good all the time, that a doctor in Nor- in, at a North Carolina youth gender clinic discussed treating patients as young as second grade with puberty blockers no. in a in in this video that was recently um uh uh on un, on un, uncovered and a a woman uh sloan Ratchmuth i i i think that's how you pronounce it yeah. who is president of education first alliance is fighting this she she discovered this and they are fighting this and that this doctor uh, Deanna Adkins is 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 one of these evil people who talk about uh, who 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 are or so so busy. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. in the video, this Dr. Adkins is shown discussing quote some of my patients who have significant dysphoria, yeah, and who started puberty blockers at what m- would be maybe. Are you ready? Eight or nine years old. Mm. Puberty blockers could, puberty could be halted for these young patients who feel uncomfortable with their gender identity. Mm. And she said that she was comfortable, I love that word, destroying someone's life with, you know, is comfort or discomfort. It's amazing to me, just the use of that word. With routinely starting cross sex hormones at 14 and in some instances, instances, even younger. Now, this is what she has. She has said. Deanna Adkins has said. She has. Are you ready for this? Transgender patients as young as two. I'm sorry, two. Okay. She indicated similar views in her expert testimony. Yeah, filed in a federal district court. She issued her. Her opinion, she's saying most people have a gender identity that aligns with the sex they were assigned at birth, like, like there is someone assigning you a sex at birth. And she said, and, "And and she said this lack of alignment." As she, how would you know? How does she know at two years old what your alignment is? She said, "And it can be felt in, chi- in, in children as young as two years old." I oh, would like to see one. I would like to see one bit of evidence of how she could even determine that. Yeah. This is what's going on. And the, and again, as you and I have talked about mm. many times, mm. and I hope our listeners stay with us because of the significance and import of what is happening in our country, uh, that uh, that the the exposure and the exposing of these these evil uh, these evil uh, institutions and 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 mm. and mm. doctors who claim to be doctors doing doing mm. their ju- you remember the old thing is for at, uh, first do no harm yes, okay yes. yeah this this goes a little beyond doing no harm so 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 <laughs> it, it, it's great that uh, that Miss Rachmuth president of Education First Alliance is throwing this out into the public and and. And exposing these uh, these uh, these people, mm. Mm.
0: you know the um, the Bible. The Bible has a phrase for this; they're called mutilators of the flesh. Perfect, and it's what it is.
1: It's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. And, uh, by the way, I'm just going to quickly move into my PS because in some ways, um, this organization supports everything that you just mentioned. And I'm talking about last night's pride celebration at Dodger stadium, which paid special recognition, indeed the community hero award to the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Stay with me, Philip. Peaceful demonstrations, as you know, by thousands of Catholics and other Christians uh, objected to the group last night at Dodger Stadium, calling it blasphemous. Basically, these are gay men who like to cross-dress as nuns. The website, by the way, describes them as queer and trans nuns. And by the way, part of their mission statement reads, to promulgate universal joy and expiate stigmatic guilt. The website continues, Philip, since our first appearance in San Francisco on Easter Sunday 1979, the sisters have devoted ourselves to community service, ministry, and outreach to those on the edges and to promote human rights, respect for diversity, and spiritual enlightenment. What a choke This cis philip if it weren't so perverse as mentioned of course they were founded in 1959 they couldn't flourish in iowa city so they moved not naturally philip uh to your fair state to the castro district in san francisco where they found greener pastures they now literally have an international structure in multiple countries they have orders with an abbess. The current one, I believe, is Sister Dominia as its presidents. They like to fundraise for LGBT and trans causes. They are definitely anti-Christian with an overt anti-Catholic animus. They were actively protesting Pope John Paul II's visit to the United States, evil man that he was, and they have taken street performance to a new low. One of their set pieces, Philip, shows Christ on the cross with a near-naked man pole dancing on the cross all over the body of the representative Christ. It is obscene. And if the White House found someone flashing their breast, inappropriate and disrespectful. What in all that is holy is the Dodger management thinking in honoring this group that insults millions of people around the nation and offends thousands upon thousands of their ticket holders? I won't tell anyone to go to their website. Philip, I went through it this morning. It is obscenity upon obscenity. And dear listener, you don't have to hear some of this stuff if you don't want to. But the group needs to be exposed for the evil they are. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they choose names based on the process of renaming women who were inducted into Catholic orders. But theirs, of course, have to suggest the sexual promiscuity. Their membership names include Sister Porn Again. Sister Taina Virgin, Sister Pentecostal, Sister Gladass of the joyous Resurrectum, Sister Vicious Power-Hungry Bitch was one of their founders, and Sister Homo Celestial, among others, and I'm not even given the names that God would prevent me from repeating even on our show here. And by the way, you'll find this amusing. They have a list of saints that they have ordained. And of course, you need to know, Philip, that in the list is none other than your governor, Gavin Newsom, who was presiding mayor when they really began to flourish there in San Francisco. And I can only hope and pray, Philip, that, the, that this is for the Los Angeles Dodgers. This is their Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney moment that ends up costing them a ton of money, a ton of respect, and I'm just gonna tell you I don't have a hero, but in addition to those thousands of Christians who demonstrated peacefully praying for them last night, I'm grateful and I applaud the heroes of the Dodgers, Clayton, Kershaw, and Blake Trinan, who courageously criticized the inclusion of the sisters in this celebration. And I would add to that uh, baseball player Trevor Williams of the Washington Nationals, who said that as a devout Catholic, he viewed the sisters' inclusion as a violation of the team's discrimination policy. In other words, he's right for by honoring the sisters of perpetual indulgence, You are disparaging and vilifying millions of Christians before you give us a hero, Philo. Philip, your reaction to all of this. Uh, I'm
1: scenes. not going to give uh, my my here this week. I'm just going to respond to what what you said. And, and yes, the, it, it's great that so many people uh, last night blocked the uh, entrance to the parking lot of Dodger Stadium, and the crowd was significantly smaller at Dodger Stadium. And you know, this goes to not only. Uh, I just want to comment on the fact Please. that we talked earlier about two tiers of justice. Yes. Uh, in in the legal in the legal system. Now this this is the same thing. You take traditional Judaism, uh, Islam, mm-hmm. uh, and and Christianity, mm-hmm. and 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 vilify it and destroy it as hateful, and, and 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 yet at the same time this filth of these fetishists indulgence is the word they use. You talk about talk about uh, talk about narcissism. This filth. N- in 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 contrast to them trying to destroy Christianity, the family, Judaism, and, and 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 traditional Islam, this group is 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 setting themselves up that they are elevated. Let's they are elevated to some sort of uh, freedom and wonderfulness, and mm-hmm. you know it it is mm-hmm. fetishism and perversion. And that that they are supposed to be above us and and and, and better than us uh, us us, uh, us us normal folk. So I I I um I uh, uh that that's all I have to say is the the again the the uh, the upside down and the topsy turviness of of who's, of who is uh, supposed to be destroyed and who is supposed to be elevated to to sainthood mm, in a understand? perverse way. You know what I'm saying. You, can you imagine? And of course, yep. they
0: they claim to be enlightened. And when you look at the recipients of some of the fundraising they've done, it's again for young young people coming yep. to San Francisco. Yep. And Let, uh, l- let's
1: destroy let's destroy our all of our youth. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Philip, uh, I lo- I lo- I so enjoy hearing you because uh, again uh you're passionate you're strong you're clear and um we're just going to we're going to start uh continuing to uh, as we approach our 2 year mark philip in just a few shows uh addressing so many of these things but here we are that is it it is time to move along folks and um to all of our listeners we're just we're grateful for you and in a way of reminder just as Phillips said, because it is topsy-turvy. There's no question about it. But we live in a great country, and it's a free country. And by the way, yeah, you want to you wanna join the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence? You're free to join them. But we're free to say they ought not to be celebrated and honored in a baseball stadium that alienates Half, at least, if not more, of their viewing and audience. So anyway, we're thankful for you, dear listener. And uh, till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and
1: Philip Charles McKenzie.
0: Inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.